Good evening, my critties, and welcome to the second instalment of Jess and Ebbs, the gruesome twosome movie review. So, welcome everybody. So, this week we uh, took part in very, very exciting <laughs> two films. We decided to sit down and watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. Part one and two. <laughs> quite the double feature. It was quite the double feature. It was um it was a movie I'd been wanting to watch for a while and Ebbs had seen it. Mm-hmm. Um we knew well I knew exactly what I was about to go into. <laughs> Did um, you though? <laughs> this, let's just say this movie got no nominations. Um the acting is pretty drab. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start it off. So um part one, it was done in nineteen eighty-four. Um, just your typical Christmas slasher, I guess. Oh, typical. That's one word for it. <laughs> so the whole basis is um, a kid called Billy and his brother, they witness their parents' death um, by a... Good old St. Nick. <laughs> yeah, good old St. Nicholas, who is just like a robber, not the real St. Nicholas. Yeah, I don't know if he's on the run already or if he was... They don't really say that, do they? No, he's just like a crook. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a one-time thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, his parents get killed and he gets put in a foster like an orphanage. orphanage with nuns and that's that's pretty much it. But, you know, <laughs> he's, he's traumatised. He's seen some shit. He thinks that Santa is out to get everyone that's done something naughty. He's... He's literally been programmed the wrong way about Christmas, like from start to end. Yeah. So let's let's start from the very very beginning. It's a very good place to start. <laughs> so the starting just took me off guard completely. Like <laughs> scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like the opening credits. It was just the opening credits. <laughs> so anyway, they're uh, Billy's mum and dad. Um, they're going for a road trip to go see their, family, their yeah. dad who is in the Utah mental facility. <laughs> what a great place to go on Christmas <laughs> Eve. <laughs> um, and, and Gramps can't can't talk, can't see, nothing. Nothing. He's so, out of it. Yeah. He's just, he's like, whatever. He doesn't yeah. care anymore. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, okay, um, Billy, we're just going to leave you with him. Well, we go find a nurse or something? We're going to just pop down the hall. <laughs> we're just <laughs> going to get a can of Coke. Do you want something? <laughs> we'll leave the five-year-old with Gramps who's yeah. uh, seen some shit in his who's day by the sounds shit. of it. <laughs> so Gramps starts talking and we're like, okay, hang on. We thought he was mute. And he starts talking about Christmas in this real morbid, morbid fashion. <laughs> Horrible way. He's talking about Christmas like he's talking about Nam. Um, it's <laughs> getting a bit weird. Um, and then the parents come back and they're like, well, we better go. Look at the time. We've literally been here for a hot minute. Better better hit the road now <laughs> and, and get home. And then Gramps grabs Billy and he's like, have you been good? Because Santa only gives you presents if you're good or, or yeah. you can't, no, you, you can't be naughty. I want to know what the fuck happened to this guy. I know. <laughs> Why is he in there? Like, this is more than just a dementia thing. This no, is this like is he's more. seen something. Maybe he saw the same thing that that maybe his parents were know. killed by another. Yeah, spinner. yeah, maybe, maybe. Um. So yeah, they they saw him for a hot minute, and then they're like, "We better go home." 
So we're, we're driving home and um, it flashes to another scene of this guy dressed as Santa who robs um, a it clerk. Can, yeah, like a convenience store. Um, and he only got $31. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he murdered the clerk too. All for $31. All for 31 <laughs> bucks. So as the parents are driving back, they come across this Santa and his cars broke down and he kills the parents. But as he's killing the parents, he has to undress the... <laughs> he, like, beats the shit out of the mum and then yeah. tears her shirt open. Yeah, so we got our first pair of tits. Tits! And we know it's going to be a good, a good movie. movie. <laughs> you know, if there's tits, then it's worth the watch. That's it. That's it. I was, like, cheering. I was, like, here we go. We're, like, you know, ten minutes in. First pair of tits. We're in. We're, we're good. <laughs> so then it flashes to where Billy is now. And Billy is in an orphanage and um, he's drawing a picture and they're like, oh, put the picture on the wall, Billy. And it's it was pretty impressive. It was a, it was a good, good picture for a, what, five-year-old? His, deer was, his headless Eight-year-old? deer was pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's so, like this morbid picture of like, it's like Santa's stabbed and the yeah. deer's decapitated. And he's shocked. <laughs> they're like, oh, my God, take that down and go go see Mother Superior. But I've put in my notes here, like, what did you expect? He's the only kid with the mullet. And he does have a pretty impressive mullet. <laughs> he's the only one there with the mullet. It's not because of his childhood trauma. It's because he's got a mullet. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> that is the childhood trauma. That is going, the childhood going trauma. through life with a mullet. <laughs> and then it cuts to, and this is where it just started to get really, really okay. weird. It cuts to obviously a great 80s sex scene. Why not? But the scene just goes on for such a long time and it just gets really, really awkward. Um, and then Billy can hear noises and he goes and has a look through like the little keyhole and sees stuff he shouldn't be seeing. It's not even really a full sex scene. It's just some really awkward groaning. Yeah. And a little bit of like hand groping as well and that's about it. Mind you, like we're in a we're in an orphanage. I know. Like what with nuns too. Like are they both in the orphanage and like that's how they got together? Did she sneak him in? I don't know. We just missed like, that whole There's concept. a whole like little Who, who are these people? <laughs> Never seen or spoken of again. Never seen them, no. So uh, Mother Superior catches Billy looking in the keyhole and catches these people in in the naughty and then gives Billy the belt. Why is he getting the belt? I feel like Mother Superior is just out to get kids. I just feel like she's had a hard day. Mm, It's a horrible person. No, she sucks. And I I was put in my notes, what is this school? And then it's St. Mary's. <laughs> so, Damn you, St. Mary's. Damn you. Yeah. Um, and then this kid has so much trauma with Christmas already and you'd think that, like, these nuns would know, but no. Nah. So they're like, here is Santa, your, you know, who managed well, your parents? Sister Margaret, that's the younger one, yeah. she knows because she brought it up to the superior. She's like, he clearly remembers, he knows. Yeah. And, and Mother Superior's like, know. nah, she would never have seen. I'm nah, like, he'll be right. Chuck what? <laughs> He's not Ricky over there as an nah. infant in the car seat. He nah. saw everything. So they chuck him on Santa's lap and obviously he's like, well, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> he punches Santa, one punch boy knockout. <laughs> like an 
eight-year-old punches out like this 50-year-old man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Completely off his seat. (laughs) So obviously the trauma is all still there. Uh, And then we skip forward to 1984. Billy with his tight jeans. 18-year-old Billy. 18-year-old Billy. Those (laughs) jeans were taut. 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 They were very taut. (laughs) (laughs) They were so taut. They were fucking tight. (laughs) And then we get... The best scene that I have seen in such a long time in like all of these movies. We have this, he's, he's 18 and he's working at this random toy store and this happy montage music comes They clearly on. needed filler because they like. I feel like that's what they needed too. They're like, what the hell do we put in this? So we've got this song that, you know. Where everybody knows your name. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And it's like all the store people looking at each other, smiling, like, oh, Like, happy, like. Giving little nods, like, We all love working here. We all love this place. (laughs) This place is so much fun. Um, And then (laughs) it just goes to, like, normal life and everyone is horrible. horrible. Like, everyone's swearing at each other. Everyone's trying to pick a fight with people. Like, this is the most toxic workplace I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. It's horrible. And at this point, the acting is just getting so bad. It just goes downhill. Like, oh. every minute there's just, like, it's plummeting. It's just it's just declining, which we know, like, was going to happen. Oh, we like, knew it was coming. We started off pretty good. Well, actually, I've seen both of these before, but so I knew what we were in for, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we have Billy who's having this dream about him having sex with the woman that he works with called Pam. Mm. And my God, like someone give that man a waxing strip <laughs> for his ass. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I couldn't look away. Oh Mary ass for days. Like, I'll give it to him. He's, he's a pretty, like, he's a pretty spunky monkey. <laughs> but I saw that and I was like, oh, Billy boy. <laughs> Come on, mate. Yeah, he does have a cute face. He does have a very cute face. And that's, you know, you don't really get that in no. movies back then. It's it's usually. Everyone looks the same usually back yeah. then. But he's got that little he je looks, ne sais quoi. He looks, like, <laughs> he looks like the guy from Home Improvement. Yes. Yeah, just like that. So he's having his sex dreams and whatnot and he, he wakes up and um, Santa's killed Pam and in his in his sex dream and he's still mm. got the PSD. Um, PTSD. PTSD, yeah. Um, and then he's in the store and they're like, oh, my God, we have the perfect person to play Santa. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you guys doing to him? Like, Yeah, because the other guy calls in and he can't because he broke his ankle ice skating. And oh, they're that's like, right. Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, we need someone to fill in. And they're like, oh, you know. Let's um, give it to the kids. Just kid. give it to anyone. They're like, a girl can't play this part. They're like, why? And then he realizes he needed Santa. It was like yeah. the guy was meant to play Santa. Let's give it to the kid that got his parents <laughs> killed by Santa. And he doesn't say anything. He just accepts the role. Like, he accepts what? it and he's pretty, like, happy about it too. Blase. Yeah, very blase <laughs> about it. So now he's Santa and there's kids sitting on his lap and there's this really awkward scene with this girl sitting on his This lap. kid, this this whole scene just makes me really uncomfortable. This whole scene made me really uncomfortable too because I had no idea, idea what was going on. Like I had no idea if she was even kicking. She was just making all these grunting noises. And he's whispering in her ear and it just, 
it it got to the point where I'm like, what 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 is this this scene? Like, this is really really creepy. Like, she's meant to be like this kid that's like out of control. Yeah, doesn't want to sit on Santa's lap, and and I just felt like she was just trying to get comfortable, but in a really strange way. Yeah, she was just like. "Mm." yeah um, like what are you doing and he's like whispering in her ear like naughty kids will get punished severely, severely. <laughs> like oh this fucking hell this is weird <laughs> this is really strange um so we've got other characters that work at the uh toy store we've got stockroom andy <laughs> who is a dick and i don't even know how he got uh, a job in the toy store to be quite honest why did he want a job in the toy store like, he doesn't seem very interested in his job. Like, he doesn't does, give a fuck. He, he, he turns to Billy at one point. He's like, don't do anything the boss wants you to do. It's like, well, then why, why, why are you working here? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so um, then we have the Christmas party. <laughs> Get down at this Christmas party. Get down and dandy with Mr. Sims at the Christmas party. Was it like 7 o'clock where we clock off and time to party oh. and then like pull out like this plastic tablecloth over the counter like, and... time to party and pulls out all these like alcohol bottles <laughs> just hiding the under the counter <laughs> in a toy store <laughs> he is prepared so mr sims gets absolutely sloshed along with um his colleague miss randall um it's it's definitely the worst christmas party it is horrible um there's there's sing-alongs but, but really no. bad Christmas carols. Yeah, they don't have music. <laughs> like they are the music. They have music at the start, though. That's what I don't understand. Like when he first closes the door, don't they have music for a little bit? Because Pam comes out and goes to him, "Oh, come join the party," and there's music oh, on. That's right. And then all of a sudden, there's no music, and, and they're, they're all, all just singing along. It's so <laughs> so strange. Mm. So so awkward. So strange. So then Stockroom Andy's like, "Come on, Pammy." He's got like a little bit of mistletoe, like come on. He's like, let's go, girl. Let's go to the stock room, and I'll show you what I'm all about. I'll show you my stock. Um, <laughs> so they go back, and things start to get a little bit rapey. That's what we're expecting with these '80s horror films. Yeah, pretty much. Um, boys just boys just don't know what the word no means, and uh, that's still going on till this day. So. Especially in horror movies. Especially in horror movies. And then we see tits. Woo! <laughs> so tits we're number two. We're really having a good time now, aren't we? Got the tits count started. <laughs> and so then Billy can hear some commotion and he's gone, what's going on in the storeroom? So he comes into the storeroom and he sees rapey Andy and, and Pam. So he. But she's not even trying to push him off, though. She's not. Like she's just standing there awkwardly and he's just like pushing her around. And she's just like, no. No. No, no, I don't want it. No. <laughs> it's not very like fuck <laughs> off. It's just like no. And he was getting all these mixed signals. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Billy comes in and he kills Andy. How does he kill Andy again? With their lights. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god, this <laughs> this kid is strong. <laughs> can knock out Santa's with one punch. He wraps these Christmas lights around Andy and hangs him up just using one hand. One, one hand. hand. One hand. Um, and then we're like, thank God Pam is saved. Pam and Billy will become an item. And then Pam's like, how dare, dare you? you? <laughs> and so then we're like, well, Pam's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no thankful or anything. No, Pam's got to go. Pam's got to go. So we kill Pam. The ungrateful. 
How did um, she die? Was it stabbing? Does he strangle her? I honestly don't remember. I can't remember either. Oh, if anyone remembers, <laughs> can you please let us know? Um, so, yeah, we've got Pam dead, that rude bitch, and then <laughs> Mrs. Randall is just chilling and she's having some sing-alongs with Mr. Sims. Sims. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mr. Sims is like, did you hear that? And she's yeah. like, there's nothing. Don't worry about it. Add some more fucking champagne. So he goes <laughs> he goes into the, um, Mr. Sims goes into the stock room and he's like, ah, oh, must just be here and stuff. I'm just so <laughs> drunk. I'm so wasted. And then Mr. Sims dies. That's right. He talks to himself. He's like, oh, you, Mr. Sims, you've yeah. just had too much to yeah. drink. Billy's like, surprise, bam, <laughs> dead. And then Miss Randall's like, well, where is Where's everybody? Mr. Sims? Where's me sing-along, buddy? And she goes looking for him. And this is, she was a smart one, kind of, mm. in a way. Mm. She's like hiding behind a whole lot of boxes. She sees Mr. Sims' dead body, so she hides. Yeah. Billy comes out. She distracts him and does something and then she, she runs away and she's literally about to open the front door. Mm, and just about. He shoots her with a bow and arrow <laughs> from the toy shop. Now, why? Like, I understand back then there wasn't as many rules for toys, right? Mm. But why is it a literal bow and arrow? Like, why is this able to kill her? Yeah, I know. It's a kid's toy store. It's a kid's toy. And here he's with this real bow and arrow. I don't know. In that montage, he was like sharpening the background. So, yeah. So, Miss Randall is dead with the arrow. And now everyone's dead. Now no one works for the toy shop. <laughs> it's just got old Billy left. That's it. Billy's like, yep, sick party, yo. See you later. <laughs> Off he goes. So, um, then we skip to, it's just two kids. They've got nothing to do with Billy. They've got nothing to do with anything. Nothing to do with the storyline. But we just chucked in, um. Linnea Quigley all of a sudden just makes an appearance. And if anyone has seen her in anything else, we obviously know she's not very well known for her face. We all know the tits are covered. Yeah. We the tits counter know. is well and truly yeah. underway. If you've ever season. seen Return of the Living Dead <laughs> and have, you know, seen her throughout the whole movie, she doesn't like clothes. So <laughs> we knew what was, what was going to very, happen. very happy to be naked. <laughs> so we've got Tommy. And Denise. And Denise. <laughs> and they are just fooling around on the old pool table. And babysitting little old Cindy. Babysitting Cindy, having a good time. Uh, turns into a bit of a Christmas porn at this point, <laughs> I feel. The, the, like, cheery Christmassy music in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. On the so radio. <laughs> she, um, her and Tommy are about to do the deed and then Cindy comes downstairs and is like, oh, I want to stay up. I want to see Santa. I want to see Santa. And they're like, well, no, you've got to go to bed. Otherwise, you know, Santa won't come. Mm. And da, 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 da. Anyway, <laughs> they go back to their pool table deeds <laughs> and – She's like, oh, I've got to let the cat in. Cat's at the door, jingling bells, da da da. It's, it's, it's this is straight off. after her shirt's been ripped into. Yeah. So <laughs> she runs upstairs and just answers the door topless. Love it. Doesn't give a <laughs> shit. She's like, outside. Free tits. <laughs> and then <laughs> she um she gets attacked by Billy, who I don't know why he's chosen this house. I don't know what yeah, they've done. Yeah, I don't done. think they ever say that. Maybe he just was, walks on in. Yeah, he was just like, I'm going to pick this house. So he comes in and then we have the best death, death. 
of this film, which so well done. So like, good. This film is it's like, like this cheesy as fuck. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. Cheap eighties horror. Yeah. And then this one scene. She literally gets impaled by a deer head. He literally is, just oh. hangs her. If anyone's seen the Hannibal TV series, you've seen this so many times and it's so fucking good. And even for 84, this is done so well. He just picks her up and just like hangs her. Like like a coat on a rack. Like a coat. <laughs> like a coat. <laughs> like a coat on the, the rack at the front door. Like it's just like fantastic. New Christmas ornament. Yeah. Bitch hanging on a deer head. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um done. And, and like she's screaming and, and making such a noise and <laughs> and then we go back down to Tommy who's just playing pool now. How does he not hear anything and though? He's like, Denise, where are you? Denise, I'm ready. <laughs> And he's got his funky music on and he's having a good time. And then Tommy finds the dead Denise and it's too late. She's gone. She's gone. You're not getting lucky tonight, mate. <laughs> I mean, you could, but I wouldn't recommend it. No. And then out of nowhere, in comes Billy and just yeets mate. Tommy out the window. <laughs> See you later, mate. He has like the biggest piece of glass. I know. <laughs> I was watching it last night with Ace. He's like, that's pretty gnarly bit of glass. <laughs> um, so anyway, Cindy wakes up and she's like, Santa, Santa. Oh my God, you're here. And so Santa gives, <laughs> gives the, Billy, Santa, gives this kid the bloody knife <laughs> that he just used to kill people. And I was thinking about it after I watched it. I was like, well, obviously the cops are going to come. Mm. and be like oh my god this child has just killed everybody how the hell does she get the body <laughs> how did the Denise deer head? get on the yeah. deer she's she's <laughs> a strong she's a strong one the kids in this film yeah. I tell you. <laughs> but I was just thinking I'm like if they are gonna you know which they have they've done like you know Silent Night Deadly Night 3 4 bloody five. 5 I think it goes up to 5 I don't have time for it at all um, but what if one of the storylines was Cindy and she's like locked away? Oh my god, I would watch it. If yeah, that, if that was that. a thing, like I would watch that. Yeah, and her whole life has been ruined because of this Billy kid. <laughs> like Billy is so. Oh, selfish. why have they not done that? Like, I know. I'm fairly certain four and five have nothing to do with the main storyline. I haven't seen them. I've only seen one and two. We'll have to look them up. But I'm fairly certain three is like the end of the main story, and then it's just cash grab. Yeah, oh, of course it would be. Um, so Billy leaves and they have Denise's family have the flimsiest front door I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Just a few kicks and a few bits of wood come off. Like, <laughs> You're good to go. There's no security there no. whatsoever. <laughs> um, then we skip to these two boys that have sleighs and they um, get approached by these two other guys called Bob and Mac. And Bob and Mac are bullies. <laughs> And we all know Billy doesn't like bullies. That's exactly right. <laughs> so we know what's coming. So these bullies steal their sleigh and they go down. One goes down. And it's like, yay, we we had so much fun doing that. And then the other one comes down and out comes Billy with an axe. <laughs> and chops his ready to go. Then <laughs> the head comes tumbling down, down the hill. The hill. <laughs> and that was fantastic. I loved that. I thought that was great. So um, straight after that scene, we go to Sister Margaret. She's at the cop station. Mm -hmm. She's one of the nuns from the orphanage. She's Mm -hmm. the nice nun. She's the nice one. She has everyone's back. Yeah, she's like Maria 
from like the sound of music. I'm getting like sound of music vibes <laughs> watching this. Like, didn't the, you say that in last week's episode too? I must have. I must have. I feel like there's been like and it's so an ongoing sound of like, music theme. <laughs> I feel like it is all like Julie Andrews because I mentioned Mary Poppins last. That's week what it was, Anna, Julie Andrews. But it was funny because when we first started watching this and we saw the nuns and we saw that Billy was like a bit of a nuisance, I was like, mm. "How do you solve a problem like a Billy?" <laughs> I'm seriously the worst. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've got um, Sister Margaret who's at the cop station and she's like, I know who's doing all these murders. we got to stop him. And then we've got the the white cop man. I didn't catch his name. Either did I. He was sort of like. He was talking. Sure, he's a quote unquote main character for that arc of the film. Yeah. But he's really just a throwaway character. He can't I know. He's a gun properly. <laughs> I know. And there's all this stuff happening and he's just walking around. Around? <laughs> So slowly, <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I got my men on this. Where the Where? fuck are you? Why aren't you doing anything about this?" And he says one thing, and he's like, "Yeah, my men doing this." And he sounded so black saying it as well. And I'm like, "Okay, the acting, the acting at this point is declined. <laughs> it's like the whitest white cop you can fucking yeah. see." So, he's just trying to be so ghetto. So, I know, right? I know. And he's so old as well. It just doesn't fit at all the character. Work. I think he was like, I know exactly what I'm going to do with this character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Watch too many episodes of Miami Vice. <laughs> um, so Sister Margaret's like, oh, he's... Why, why am I talking like him now? Sister Margaret's like, oh, well, um, we better look out because they're going to go to St. Mary's and you know who's at St. Mary's? Mother <laughs> Superior. That the bitch. bitch. <laughs> so at this point I'm like revved up. I'm like, we're going to have a boss fight. Boss fight, boss, boss fight, fight, boss fight. <laughs> so we go to the orphanage and there's kids outside playing. <laughs> Billy's brother. Ricky. Is Ricky is outside playing in the snow as well. At this point, I totally forgot that he even had a brother. Yeah, no, he sort of like disappears for half of it. Completely forgot. <laughs> and then I was like, where's his brother? And Ace, when we watched it last night, he's like right there. I was like, oh, <laughs> uh-huh. okay, cool. But for like, we saw him at the start of the film and then so the whole middle, he was gone. Not like mm-hmm. not one word of him. And then he rocks up at the end. He's still at the orphanage, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, And anyway, so they've <laughs> been told like, oh, Mother Superior, like, look out. There's a murderer coming to get you. Dressed as Santa. Dressed as Santa Claus. Anyone dressed as Santa, you know, it must be Billy. So what? Get prepared. What did they get? Get prepared. <laughs> they don't lock a door. <laughs> they don't do anything. And at the same time, they have one of their priests dressing up as Santa for the kids. Wouldn't you, like, quickly go and get that priest and be like, mate, mate we'll fuck off. <laughs> Today is not the day for it. Like, you know, the cops are looking for a guy dressed as Santa who's a murderer who's coming here right now, actually. And obviously the cops see him. Yeah. Cops see the, the Santa walking Think it's in. Billy. And they're like, holy shit. Must be Billy. Guns him down in front of all the kids. So now all the kids. And then you've got, like, to- the shitty cop in the car with Sister Margaret. They're like, oh, we've got him. We've got him. We've got him. We've got him. And then they're like, oh, shit, wrong Santa. And then we find out that that priest that was dressed as Santa was, was deaf. deaf. So he couldn't hear anyone. <laughs> and no clue what was going on. They're like, oh, he didn't let go. He didn't put his hands up. He didn't do anything. He's deaf, like, motherfucker. He's deaf. <laughs> of course he wouldn't. He's deaf. Fucking 
way to go. That sucks. <laughs> justice, oh. justice for the wrong thing. <laughs> so Mother Superior's inside with all the orphan kids and she's like, we have to protect the children. None of the children can get hurt. Mm. And so, yeah, keep the door unlocked. That's the first thing of safety. Um, and she's like, we, we have to get their minds onto something so they're not thinking mm-hmm. about it. So they um, do the worst fucking rendition of Deck the Hall. Oh, so bad. It was horrible. Horrible. (laughs) Everything was okay. This orphanage (laughs) is shonky. This orphanage sucks. (laughs) Like, I would probably turn out to be a fucking sanitary killer too if I was in this orphanage. orphanage. (laughs) So, um, wrong Santa's dead. Um, Cops come. They're still looking for Billy. Um, One of the cops goes down and to the boiler room which is just this room it's a shack it it's, just it's nightmare on elm street it, vibes yeah. oh my God, all the way it really is um so <laughs> he goes down into the boiler room but the one thing that i'm like noticing when he's going down he's not even holding his gun properly like he's, no, I'm, just he's like, a horrible cop oh my god <laughs> i'm a cop in a film no where are you he goes down into the boiler room and there's a lot of walking. Yeah, it's dragged out a bit. going on. And then there's no sign of Billy and it's like, okay, going to walk back up the stairs yeah. now. And, like, all this happy music started playing. It's like so happy. The end of Carrie where it's like, oh, Sue's going to put the, mm. the flowers on the grave. And <laughs> then now it comes the hand. <laughs> <laughs> and with this Billy throws the axe at him and down he goes down he goes <laughs> and then the then he goes in to kill mother superior mm. and i'm cheering i'm like yeah you're like boss fight's coming it's going down <laughs> and he's about to kill her he's like, what do you say again you must be punished <laughs> yes yes that, a usual oh, punish naughty <laughs> If you guys are ever going to watch these films, <laughs> do make it a drinking game. Please make it a drinking and game. And every time you hear naughty or punished, take a shot. Yeah. Because you'll be obliterated in the first half hour. Smashed. <laughs> You're smashed. gone. Um, and then as Billy's dying, we have this whole, like, speech that he gives that was just the cheesiest thing that I ever fucking heard in my life. And I can't remember how it goes, like, word for word, but it was just, like, something like, like all the naughty kids will die, or like you'll pay for this, or something like mm. that. And I was just like, "What the fuck, fuck is, is this? Like, Why won't you die?" die. <laughs> and then it like pans to the brother, and then it's like he's just like naughty, naughty. <laughs> and then pause frame on the film, and that is Silent Night, Night Deadly, Deadly Night, Night Part One. One. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my it god! It was fun. I I actually had so much fun watching this film. It's a good bad Christmas horror film. Yeah, yeah. It, it is, is one. Of, it's definitely one to get you in the mood. Like, I would, yeah, you're gonna start your Christmas night with this before you get to the real shitty, like not shitty, the real scary, yeah, in your face Christmas horror. Like yeah. this is this popcorn horror you want to start with. Oh, it's it's you know the acting's terrible, the dialogue is just terrible but that's what makes the film yeah like i i loved it the music is so out of place like sure it's christmas related but it is so upbeat yeah (laughs) it's just like Like, someone get me the soundtrack no it was so much fun like i actually really liked the music choice as well i also liked the score the movie as a whole 
is just one of those better B-grade horrors. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm happy I watched this. Like, I know that there's so much trash out there. I've been wanting you to see these for I'm so, so long. Happy I <laughs> it. I'm so happy I did. Um, but even the starting music, um, mm. just like organ and piano keys and then at one point like the the mono piano comes into it which I thought was really cool um but it was fun music yeah. and like you, when you watch those 80s horror films sometimes it's a bit hit and miss with the music it's usually it's very, very cliche yeah or like sometimes it's very just high reruns yeah it's almost like they take each other's music yeah yeah where this was very its own yeah, I've but felt, you hear this, you know it's Silent Night, Deadly, Deadly Night. Night. Yeah, exactly. You can't just take it right. for another film. That's it. But this is this is the first one to kick us off with our Christmas themed movies December. and <laughs> December Christmas themed movies. And I feel like we we started off very very strong. We did. I liked this a lot. We did for sure. Um, Ebzy, what would you rate this? Seven. Ooh, seven out of ten. I really enjoy this today. one. <laughs> I really enjoy this one. Yeah. I think it's just. It's one that you can add to your yearly Christmas mm-hmm. watch list. Yeah. Like for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Um, what would I rate this? I would rate this. Yeah, I'd probably give it a seven as well. It was fun. Not to be taken too seriously, obviously. Yeah. If people are taking this too seriously, like you're seriously watching the wrong Wrong style. film, yeah. Um, but no, it was fun. It was totally 80s. And I think that's the key though, is you go into it knowing yeah. it's, not the best film in the world and you just have a blast yeah but also like you know going into this knowing what it is the effects in these movies are still fucking so good that death scene with the dr head like Like, this wasn't like a cut and paste no we see a light no boom mic in the corner you literally see the antlers go Go through through her stomach and it was the coolest thing ever it Mm -hmm. made me hungry for the christmas roast you know (laughs) Anyway, so that was part one. Um, please go get some snacky snacks, snacks. And some drinky drinks. drinks, and uh, meet us back here for part two. two. Woo. <laughs> Welcome back to part two, my lovelies. And I guess you will guess already what part two is going to be. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Um, we're doing Silent Night, Deadly Night part, part two, two <laughs> which was um, interesting to say not, the least. Not as riveting as the uh, first movie. Oh, um, mate, the acting's pretty riveting. <laughs> yeah. Let Ebbs fill you in with uh, the beginning. Yes, because uh, someone else sort of watched from about half an hour in <laughs> yeah, that was me <laughs> <laughs> because the first half an hour or 30 I think it was 38 minutes I think I, I got it to mm. is quite literally the first movie oh my god just like it literally just, had nothing to put in so obviously we pick up from the second one where it shows you know at the uh, sorry the first one where at the end of the first one Ricky says naughty and then it goes to credits Mm -hmm. so obviously we know that the second one's about ricky Mm -hmm. who is grown up in i don't know if he's in jail or a psych ward 
I think he's in a psych ward. Oh, hang but on. But it almost no. looks like he's in jail with the no, blue. No, he would be in jail because he's just. Blue outfit. Because he's done some naughty, naughty, naughty things. things. No, it definitely would be prison there. And then he's got, there's this other guy in there who's like a psychiatrist, psychologist, whichever one you want to say. Mm. And Ricky's retelling the story of Billy as well as himself. Mm. So obviously to get to himself, he has to talk about Billy, how somehow he can recall the entire first film without ever being in the entire first film. He was an infant. (laughs) He was literally an infant in the car, which yet he remembers the parents being killed. He was like <laughs> six at the orphanage and never left the orphanage, but yet can recall every little aspect. detail, scene, aspect of Billy's entire fucking life. It's like made him who he is. <laughs> 38 minutes, minutes of reused footage from the first film. Nothing is added. Nothing's changed. Not even like a slight character added anywhere. It is shot for shot, the entire first film <laughs> condensed in 38 minutes. You don't like, ever need to see the first film if you watch the second. I feel like they filmed the film and they're like, we have 38 minutes that has nothing in it. What should we do in there? The first film. film. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they had a story they want to go with, but they didn't know how to start it. So, so I, I fell asleep last night after <laughs> the first one and just watched it before, but Ebbs was like, dude, the whole, you know, first 38 minutes is literally the first film. First so I'm really happy I didn't watch it last night because I would have fallen asleep anyway. Um, but, oh, that would have You cannot sucked. watch them back to back if that you're watching sucked. them from start to end. And that's why I'm so happy I didn't watch them back to back. Otherwise, I would have wasted so much time. So Ebbs came over and was like, look, skip to, you know, 38 minutes. So that's exactly what we did. Um, And the first thing that, like, I took in about this film was Ricky's face. (laughs) Ricky's eyebrows. If there is anything to take from this film, it is the acting done by the guy who plays Ricky, whose name completely escapes me because he's not in anything else. No. No. This this man's eyebrows. These these eyebrows Holy crap. iconic. (laughs) But, you don't even need him. You just need his eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But this, oh, like, yeah, we weren't expecting too much from this, obviously. It's, it's a, you know, a sequel I mean, of a, something that was so trashy. So big grade. So, so big so grade. Big grade. Uh, Ricky's acting skills are just not even there. I don't even know how he got the job. Probably because of his <laughs> eyebrows now. I'm yep. thinking about it. <laughs> it's all um, because of the eyebrows. Yeah, and the way he delivers lines was fucking hilarious. hilarious. Oh, my God. Like, everything he said. I could not take seriously. I laughed. The eyes. The the, always the eyes were so wide. Oh. So, so wide. And, like, everyone knows there's that scene that we'll get up to eventually. <laughs> but I thought, like, oh, okay, that's going to be, like, the funniest <laughs> thing that's that he says in this. But, oh, my God, no. No. He, like. Oh, there's so many one-liners in like there. like talking to the psych and then he'll be, like, behind him and he'll be like, hello. <laughs> no. Like, how is the psych <clears throat> just, like, not even noticing him move around the room? Like, you know, it just was weird. It was just strange. Um, but, yeah, it starts off with practically the, the first film and Ricky talking about his brother, Billy, and what Billy did. And now Ricky's going to follow in his brother's footsteps. Um and they mention the guy that died in the first one, the, the the deaf guy that was Santa. It was weird because in the first one he's a a priest, he's a father, but mm. in this movie he's old man Kelsey. 
I don't know if that was his name in the first one. I feel like he had a completely different name in the first one. And then the second one, he was Old Man Kelsey. I thought his name was like Father Father something. Yeah, no, because he said it's a janitor in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, they killed the janitor. I'm like, hold on, no, it's not. Oh, so like, like the first one he's the deaf father and the second one he's a janitor. And you would think because they put the whole first part of the movie in the you know, in the first part of this. They <laughs> would have fucking at least remember it. the name. Yeah, I know. Like we're not gonna remember the name. <laughs> Occupation. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, but we we have um a foster flashback. So uh Ricky's obviously been adopted as a child mm-hmm. um by these two people. And he's <laughs> nuns are triggering him. The color red is triggering him. Every <laughs> every fucking car in this movie is it's red. red. <laughs> like just even the color red triggering you. Like oh, everything so triggers weird, it, man. And to show that it was triggering him, like the music they play when the nuns are just walking down the road. Yeah, when they're coming oh, to get him. <laughs> it's so funny. They have the most morbid music as these nuns are walking down the street, and then the nuns walk into the shop. And disappear, and the music stops, and you're like, okay. And, and then, then they, they come literally, back like, two seconds later, walk out of the shop, and the music stops. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck, like, well, what, what's so bad, like, with the nuns? Like, these, they're fucking nuns. Like, it was, I, I don't know. It just, we get that it triggers him and all from the orphanage, but I think the music was a bit uh, over the top. So over the top. So over the top. Um, <clears> so it's, it goes to then, the death of his foster father and yes. we're at the grave, the tombstone. <laughs> and that's just a fucking weird scene in itself too. <laughs> he doesn't even look sad that he's gone. He's like, and he's sitting there and he's recalling the story to the psychologist <laughs> and he's like, you can imagine how that would affect someone. Yeah. And he looks like he's laughing at he the fact fine. he's dead. He's fine. He looks fine. Um, And then we skip to a scene with Ricky... Um, he's still like a teenager, I think. Yeah, maybe. teen, like 20s. late teen, early twenties, maybe. He's watching a couple have a picnic, and um, the picnic is um with Eddie and his girlfriend. I didn't get the girlfriend's name, mm. um, but obviously in eighties horror movie, it does start to get a little bit rapey. Um, Eddie doesn't understand the word no, and then it gets very rapey, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And we see titties, and we're like, "Woo!" So happy. (laughs) Titty count number one. And then Eddie is like, "All right, I'm gonna go off to my car and do something." He's like, "I'm gonna go grab another beer." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go get a beer from my car. Goes and gets a beer from his car. Who's in the car? It's Ricky. Ricky. Ricky has just seen the whole rape. And you just happen. see his face sitting in the car behind him and you're just like, no. Oh, it's such a funny shot though. It's so great. And then Ricky just runs over Eddie like, like seven over times. And over and over and over again. And then the, the My favorite part <laughs> in both movies. the girlfriend walks up, she's just staring at him, doesn't give a shit that Ricky's just run over the boyfriend because she's like Thank you. Thanks. And walks off. Thank you. And that's it. Don't call the police. No, Nothing. don't be feared for your life. Thank you. So thanks. now in the future they're going to think that she's a murderer as well. <laughs> and she's going to have the same demise as that little girl from the first one. <laughs> Good old Cindy. <laughs> um, so then it goes back to this in the psych ward and 
the um, Sykes writing down like the events from the picnic day <laughs> in huge letters. In huge letters. This wrote red, red car. car. <laughs> <laughs> and Ricky and comes up. Like, red car. Good, good point. point. <laughs> nothing to anything it is dumb it's just so stupid like we get it's red and whatever but it's just so redundant so then it goes to um ricky's like oh i used to work in doing dishes and um yeah my first job my first job (laughs) and he witnesses this guy being bashed in an alleyway and then he takes matters into his own hands because he's seen something naughty happen and he kills the guy that that bashed the other guy. Such a good death. Such a good death. Umbrella. Umbrella through the stomach and then the umbrella opens. opens. <laughs> and then it starts raining. And all the blood is just running and down the umbrella. It was so oh, well so done. So good. It was so well done. Um, we go back to the psych and this woman's uh, name's brought up. Her name is Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to talk about what happened with Jennifer. And he's like a bit weird about mm. it. Uh, then we have another flashback, which is the stupidest <laughs> thing because the flashback's literally Jennifer and she's like driving her car and Ricky's on a bike and she runs him over and she gets out and they just stare at each other <laughs> and she's, she's like, like, oopsies. And <laughs> just laughs. Like uh, she's flirting with him as well and yeah. they're just staring at each other. He's on the ground on the road and he's just like, <laughs> And she's like, hey. And so then there's a horrible sex scene. A really awkward sex scene. There's like this really long drive to get to a tunnel. And then all of a sudden the tunnel just disappears and we're in a weird sex scene. And these sex scenes are really slow as well. And they're just a lot of And they just zoom in on really weird angles. Yeah, weird noises and stuff. And this is like the one titty we didn't actually see. We saw side titty. Side titty. But like we didn't see anything else. And we were we were upset because we really want to see the see titty. So but we didn't. Maybe another time. Uh and then it goes into them uh watching the movie. Oh, they're at the, they're at the movies. <laughs> It's and, the most unrealistic looking movie theater as well, and it's so lit up. And you'll never <laughs> ever believe what movie they're watching. <laughs> they're watching Silent Night, Deadly, Deadly Night, Night Part One. One, which we've just watched at the beginning of the whole fucking second film. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so dumb. They have no footage of anything else to use. No, nah, that. Nah. He turns to her and he's like. So what was this movie about again? And she's like, oh, you'll love it. It's so good. Oh, it's, it's about this guy dressed up as Santa killing everyone. Oh, my God. And it's then brother. It, <laughs> and it pans to the screen and it's the fucking original killer, not even his brother. It's the guy robbing That's the right. convenience was, store. Yeah. Oh, it's so <laughs> and weird. it's just like, come on, really? It's so weird. And then um, Jennifer's approached by some guy called Chip who looks like Bill Skarsgård, Tim Curry, um, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland, Sutherland David Bowie. David Bowie. All <laughs> had a love they child. They had a love child, yeah, <laughs> which was so weird. Like, we sat there and we're like, oh, my God, he looks so familiar. He looks like four different people. <laughs> he just, like, kept naming people. It was so weird. Um, so, yeah, Chip um, comes into the cinemas and he bumps into Jennifer and obviously he's an old flame of Jennifer's and he's like, I want to get back together with you and – and da da da, and dialogue, you know, and kind of points out the fact that she likes to listen to Eternal Love in his back seat. Yeah, which yeah. <laughs> gave nothing to the film. Really stupid stuff. <laughs> and um, so she's like, "No, Chip, I don't want to be with you. I've upgraded from you now. I've got a new boyfriend." 
Um, and then, oh yeah, that's right. There's the boys in the back row that are making all the noise. Yeah, yeah. And like annoying the shit out of everyone. And so Ricky obviously does what he does best. Like, he just turns up magically next to the guy making the yeah, most noise. Yeah, he pops up. He pops up from the weirdest place. <laughs> he's, he's fucking everywhere. He is like Santa. But he like they everywhere. all, like he, he's killing him. Yeah. They hear him killing him. Yeah. They turn around, see this guy's legs flying in the air. Yeah. And turn a blind eye to it. Yeah, to them, it was <laughs> like, not a whatever. red flag just yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, they literally witness this guy flailing in the background and they do not give a shit. <laughs> nah. So then it goes to Jennifer and Ricky walking through the street and they bump into Chip and, you know, he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> and um, he's like, oh, Jennifer, I'm still waiting to get with you. Da, da, da. Look what, who you're going with now, you know, yeah. this guy type thing. Like, this is what you're going with now? So Ricky's got no chill and just, like, gets the jump starter from the car and just whacks it in Chip's mouth oh. and, like, electrocutes him. And then Jennifer loses her shit and she's just like, what have you done? How could you do that? That's- yeah horrible and then he's turning around and goes must be punished yeah. or punished so he gets the car <laughs> antenna and just strangles her to death <laughs> she turns stu- around she's like uh-oh <laughs> run yeah she's <laughs> the stupidest tool to grab to strangle someone as well is the car antenna and it like bends perfectly around her neck there's a bit of a flimsy antenna it's just there. like mm, okay shit. <laughs> um but we then have it's coming up to it as well um the cop. Oh, he just starts going around and just killing like, all these the cop, people the after that. The cop comes up first. That's right, the cop. And the cop just, like, puts his gun right up to his head and then Ricky just, like, out of nowhere has turned the gun around and has killed the cop. But in that whole scene, not once do we see the gun being turned around. No, it's just all of a sudden. It. It's just so, it's just, yeah, at this point in the movie, I think they're just like, yeah, we're trying to wrap it up. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's very, very messy. It's very, very quick. But There's like, so know, many plot holes. So many plot holes, but we're not expecting anything. Um, So, yeah, he's just going around his, his little neighborhood streets, just killing everybody that's like walking out of their house. Mm. And then <laughs> garbage day. <laughs> One of the neighbors is walking out with like the silver, the old school silver, like garbage cans. And then Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky comes along with the gun, turns around and goes, garbage day and shoots the shit out of the dude. Oh my God. <laughs> garbage have... pail, like just flies <laughs> everywhere. And... <laughs> I have seen this scene. So, so many, many times, times like <laughs> pop up in random videos like i've watched so much game grumps they had like a whole um segment when they talked about this oh really grumps, yeah <laughs> um it's on all the countdown shows like oh, best just, scenes and worst movie scenes oh and it's fantastic memorable scenes it's, and... i think his face just makes it oh his oh. facial expressions throughout the whole film are just spot on I'll the give him that. Like he, he does have, he does have such a different face to other people. Like I'll give him that. He's acting shit, but I'll give him his face. Like, yeah, very, very, very good face. <laughs> very good face. <laughs> um, and then he just starts walking around after that and just like laughing, and it'll be like, <laughs> and then just <laughs> silence, and then just, <laughs> and then silence, and it's like, okay, I've got a feeling it's that like even... he doesn't quite understand maniacal. 
Yeah. So it's cross between he's enjoying himself mm-hmm. and crazy. <laughs> he doesn't quite get the right balance. I feel like Ricky, even if like the events didn't happen in the first Oh, Ricky would have been fucked anyway. Ricky would have turned out exactly the Ricky, same. Ricky's a lost soul. Just a bit of a strange <laughs> one. Um. Anyway, this like little girl rocks up on a bike and she's like, excuse me. And he, he doesn't even He's move. like, that's okay. That's okay. So she like goes around which was really rude. And then he just keeps laughing. And then <laughs> there's a scene where a car flips. Uh, it's a red car. That's right. He's facing the car that's oncoming to him. Yeah. And he shoots. And all of a sudden the car is just like swerving and then it's on its side on two wheels, full jigs of hazard style. I know. Just Mrs. Ricky. Like just. I like watching it was just so shocked because like, <laughs> dude, that car literally nearly knocked him. And he's just standing there like so casual. He always went flying. Like that would have been like a lot of damage if that car hit him. <laughs> if any of you guys watch this movie, just watch how close he comes to that car. Like it's actually terrifying. It was, yeah, it was just the... The stunts in this movie, I don't know who the <laughs> fuck was monitoring. They any put of this more shit. money into the stunts in both films than yeah. they did anything else. And they did anything. <laughs> yeah. All the whole budget for both films went to the kill scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go back to the psych ward and um he's Ricky's just talking away and we look at the psych and he's been strangled mm-hmm. with tape. Um is it the tape that's recording them? Yeah, yeah. So the the psychologist has the um like old school recorders. Yeah. And the tapes ongoing and then it cuts back to them in the jail with him recording it mm. and you see yeah, you see the tape uh wrapped around the psych's neck. Yeah. And he's and blood's down his side of his face mm. and like he's he's gone. <laughs> and Ricky's just Ricky just walks out the out fucking the door. door. <laughs> like dude, you're in jail. How is this door? Unlocked first of all, and second of all, how is no one on the other side? Everyone created a riot, <laughs> and then he just walked out the front door. It's lost in power style. He's on a scooter on the back. See <laughs> <laughs> Ricky go down the road on a yeah. scooter. <laughs> oh, decked out. Yeah. Solid nut, deadly nut, yo. <laughs> so anyway, Ricky has escaped the, the psych ward or, or jail, the jail whatever where, the fuck yeah. it is. Um, and he kills a guy dressed as Santa. Yes. And <laughs> leaves the guy in the most scariest position. Oh, my God, it was so terrifying. <laughs> like just leaning his face like, up against a phone. Yeah, because he calls mother superior and he's like yeah. santa's back yeah boss fight boss fight we're back like i was we're so back. excited the boss wanted, fight is back i wanted this in number one and we didn't get it and i was like oh we're going we're going to get, get it, it. yeah and then he walks away and then the original santa that he killed is just pressed up against this phone booth but his face is terrifying oh, like, daunting <laughs> it, was, it was yeah it was like bloated and, like, and it was like Squished against the eyes wide open. I liked that. That was good. Um, Anyway, goes to um, Mother Superior's face. Like, we we panned to her. And, like, I have no idea what happened. It was like, oh, she had a stroke. 
but half her face is like bloody leprosy. Like something is not quite right. Yeah, we spent a while discussing this and for the life of us, we cannot figure out why half of her face is like that. If anyone knows. She had a stroke, but last I knew strokes don't cause half your face to get all like. like, she had boils on her face. It was like cross between a burn and like a boil and something else. If anyone's seen The Fly. Yeah, like she was turning into to the, the fly. fly. She looks like Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> and yeah, it was a, it was just one side, but it was just really I don't know why and we don't there. remember her getting hit or burnt no. or anything thrown at her in the first. Nothing one. happened in the first one to the end of her, so that's why I was really like, what's going on, and I don't know if it was like they were trying to make it out like she had fallen or something after she had a stroke. I really don't know. But even if she'd fallen, it wasn't just a bruise. Like this was disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then we had, which I don't know if it was in the first one, I'll have to have a look, but when he, Ricky gets to Mother Superior's orphanage, uh-huh. her address is 666, which, like, you would just not think that. That's not in the first one, because the first one she's only in the orphanage. They don't show her at home. Oh, that's right, yeah. And now all of a sudden she's in a house and then the house number is 666. Yeah, 666. <laughs> and she just, like, she believes in punishment and and, and just really, really devil things. That's what I was <laughs> she's thinking. She's a devil. I'm like, baby, she's Satan. <laughs> like, that's, she's returning to her true, true form. form. <laughs> like a little devil horse coming yeah. out. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe, maybe it was just a metaphor. Yeah, maybe. Her being really evil and. Being a bitch. I was saying that Ebbs before, I was saying it's so weird because like the whole basis of this film was like, um, this Santa Claus had, you know, absolutely traumatized them, but mm. like they were never going after Santa. They were, she was like the main person that they were going after, but she was horrible. Yeah. So it was, it was just. Very, very, very religious themes. Very if religious you as really well. Really look into it. It's not just because of the nuns. Like yeah. the whole storyline is very good versus evil, good mm. versus bad sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um. So Ricky's obviously trying to kill her now, mm-hmm. and um, he he's going through the house and she's in a wheelchair. It's the longest chase scene you'll ever see in your life. He walks in and goes, I love a good chase. It's like, well, mate, you're getting oh, there. It took years. Oh my God. And like, there's literally a door in between them. And that scene took forever. It was and a then, full here's Johnny scene. Oh yeah. We had a full shining she's like, scene. like, I'm going to lock the door after he's already put, created a hole yeah. in the door with an ax. Yeah, that's like, right. Quick, like, lock the door now. She locks the door, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's got an axe. Like, he's <laughs> he's got... stop. And as soon as I say that, he smashes, smashes through. The through. Axe. So like the keys and, and locking the door was just totally irrelevant. And then he just goes into a room and starts smashing shit up. <laughs> She's making her getaway. She falls down the staircase. Mm-mm. But how ironic! There's another wheelchair literally at the bottom of the staircase. Which would have been waiting. in her way if yeah. she'd actually managed to use the whatever you call it for yeah. the wheelchair to get down the stairs. So now the wheelchair <laughs> so conspiracies in this movie. <laughs> um, and then he he kills her. He's um, well, you you see you see his hands go up above his head with the axe. Mm, mm. Then it cuts to the cops walking in. Yeah. Cops and walk the, in the, and see Mother Superior sitting down. <laughs> and then Margaret, Sister Margaret goes up to like, hello, Mother Superior, like, so, are you there? This scene I loved because it just like, I feel like Scary Movie 3 definitely did rip this scene off in a way. Definitely. 
So Scary Movie 3 is one of my favourite movies ever. And at the start of The Ring, when she's sitting there and Pamela Anderson's like, Katie, are you okay? And she's just sitting there and then her head falls off. This is exactly the same scene. She's like, hello, Mother Superior, are you okay? And her head falls off and then there's screaming and whatnot. But like, <laughs> oh, I died. I thought it was so, so funny. I've even written down in my notes, Katie, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> It's the only way for me to remember it. We're sitting there and the whole time Jess is just like, Katie, 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 Katie are you, you okay? okay? So her head falls off and she's obviously not okay, but we have defeated the final boss. And then what happens after that? And then he goes, um, the cops come out and then they go to shoot him and then he falls backwards through the glass window. That's right. And my, um, Sister Margaret, I think she tripped. She tripped or she fell or something and falls on the ground. Yeah. And then they zoom in on um, Ricky laying there and it's really slow zoom going yeah. across the body. Yeah. Then it comes back and then the cop is waking up Sister Margaret. Yeah. And he's like, it's okay. He's dead. We've got him. <laughs> and, then she, and, and then Sister Margaret's face turns around. <laughs> the head, the head of Mother Superior <laughs> on the ground just staring at her and then Margaret just squeals. And then, and then all of a sudden it goes back to Ricky. Then he's alive. Eyes open, grin, and then it comes up to the, um, his, it comes up to a Santa hand holding a knife slashed in the screen and then credits roll. And that was it. And, and that was, like, was it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. So, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Let's, yeah, it wasn't fantastic. I had fun. I understand bringing in a recap so you can remember because there's three years between the two films. Yeah, I understand. But too. 40 fucking minutes of shot never, for shot first film? I would no. no. I would never be like, oh, my God, you know, um, invite friends over and I'm going to put this movie on. It's not. You would like, have to watch. Like, if you're going to do that, you're yeah. watching the second without ever having seen the first. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't even need to. No. They show you the death scenes. They show, you know, everything pretty much shot for shot but condensed. Mm. Mm. Like you never have to see the first film to watch the second. No. No. You miss nothing. And that's why I was so happy that I I didn't watch it last night. because, And I felt so bad because I was like, shit, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch it now mm. and, and recap it and everything like that. But when Ebs was like, dude, like you don't the whole to. start of the film is literally the first movie I was like, okay, it might just be a little, you know, rehab. No, it was literally the whole fucking film. I rewatched these back to back yesterday in anticipation for today. And I had completely forgotten that the whole first 38 minutes was that. Mm. And I got so fucking bored. Yeah. I had to push myself to get through this. Yeah. Because I didn't know at what point it stopped. So and I'm like, having to watch fun. it. And I'm like, this is boring. I just watched all this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we, we wanted to do a Christmas one. I feel like this was the best one that we could have picked. Definitely yeah. For, the, for the start of the Christmas month. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, when I watched that first movie yesterday, oh, my God, I had so much fun. I really it's did. so good. It was it was exactly what I was expecting. A bit, but a bit more, though. It was it was just one of those really funny, yeah. cringy 80s horror that I love to just sit down and watch. Yeah. Know? And, um I just thought that the second one was going to be a lot more, I don't know, based on the brother. Like a lot of it was, but having that first whole, you know, 38 minutes, like what a waste. Like they could have really done something Mm -hmm. with that. It still wouldn't have been crazy good, you know. It probably would have just still been a bit, you know, eh. 
but the second one is just like no nowhere near comparison. The one that I found, what I found with the second one is that because of the whole, it was almost like they portrayed him to be a vigilante in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it was like he was only going after people that were doing wrong to other people, as opposed to naughty punish every fucking person in your way. And I kind of feel like he, they had a good story there and mm. they could have really built on it, but they had no money. No. They had no good actors. Yeah. They, I don't even know if they had the time for it because it seems very rushed. Mm. So it's just like there was so much potential and it just sort of went downhill. I also feel like really sorry for these two boys because their whole memory of Christmas is so tainted <laughs> and so horrible and no one's ever pulled them to the side and gone, Santa actually doesn't murder people. Mm. Like you put black coal in their stockings. Not one person Not one talks person. to like them. None went, honey. Like no, your parents were murdered by some random, random guy. dude. Like literally, take the Christmas element out of it completely mm-hmm. and just let them know. And like, I feel like we would have had a very, very, very different outcome. <laughs> very, except very. for Ricky. Ricky was bound to be fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He was not all there. I said to Ace last night, because, like, we were watching it and we were just, like, watching what they were doing. And when I was a kid, I was in prep and I remember the teacher said, we're doing, and I thought at the time she said, a water fight. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, we get to go out on the deck and we get to have a water, water fight. fight. And we were all placed in groups. Yeah. And I remember being put outside on the deck and there was just these troughs of water in front of us. And I remember picking up a bucket. I would feel like so crazy if the kid actually <laughs> hears this because, like, I haven't spoken to this kid for such a long time. And I feel sorry, to, like, really sorry for him. Luke, if you're out there, mate, I'm so sorry for doing what I did to you. But I remember just getting the biggest bucket of water and just being like, now what kid don't I like? <laughs> and I threw it on this kid that didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I remember just thinking, yeah, I got the whole bucket of water on him and he was just drenched. (laughs) And they're like, Jess, what are you doing? And I was like, water fire. And they're like, no, 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 no. Water measuring. We're doing water measuring. And I went, oh. How did you get fight out of measuring? That kid literally had to go to like lost and found clothes because he was in prep. They had nothing but like year six tops. So we came back to class wearing this like year six top that went all the way down to his ankles. Oh no. I felt so horrible. But this is like in this circumstance here, like they've killed one person, right? Like that's all that they needed to be. It's like, why have you killed this person, Billy? Or why have you killed this person, Ricky? It's like, because Father Christmas does this. And all they had to say was, no, Luke has now grown up to be a serial killer. Yeah, probably. Probably. I wouldn't. I haven't. I haven't seen him. He's out, he's out there killing people. Anyone who has like a water bomb. Yeah, he's out there. He's like, fuck. <laughs> that memory's back. <laughs> the next movie out of this Silent Night water fight. <laughs> but I feel like that's all Luke's I- revenge. You know, killed your parents, got nothing to do with, with Santa. Oh. No. oh, okay. Yeah, and like end of the film, everyone's happy. Instead. But, yeah, but no, no one told them at all, which no. is such a sad situation. Situation for, for the kids. Two orphan boys, you know. Um, Ebs, what would you rate this? Um, oh, the first 40 minutes or 38 or whatever it is really ruins it. Yeah. And... I sort of feel like I wanted more out of mm. the your quote unquote boss fight. Yeah. 
Mm, I know. For the whole thing, Mm -hmm. for his eyebrows alone, (laughs) probably about a four and a half. I enjoyed the first one a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would rate the eyebrows a good eight out of ten. Yep. <laughs> Loved them. Um, I would but probably <laughs> rate this film. Look, like, it was funny. I liked how things were said. Actually, I'll probably go five and a half because of the umbrella scene. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a three. Ooh, love that one. Very. I thought you'd like, be closer to, like, four or five. No. Like, the first the only... one's just so much more entertaining. The first one's great. Like, I really, really enjoyed the first one. And it was quick. Yeah. Like, it goes for an hour and 23 minutes, but it felt way less way than that. Because I was having a really fun time Prime. watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, the second <clears> one, like, <throat> although I started watching it from, like, the middle, you know, I'm not going to sit there and watch the whole start, start yeah. especially when Ebs has told me, like, it's exactly You're not the first much. movie. You're missing a few eyebrow scenes. Yeah. That's yeah, that's <laughs> it. But there was a lot of eyebrows for, to make up with, so uh-huh. it was fine. Um, but I just, I just felt like it just dragged on a bit. It did. And, you know, we had the ending that was really slow. I feel like he could have escaped earlier and what would have happened as opposed to just retelling what he did to get into the jail. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they could have had a lot more character, you know, build up with Ricky and we didn't get that. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I really liked the character of Billy. Yeah. And he was gorgeous as well. He was so pretty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that the, it was, uh, I see that they were trying to go for what the first one kind of had. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> they, they also knew that they didn't make a great film, but it was a cult yeah. classic. And like, you know, they were going to go, oh, you know, we're going to make another cult one like that. And it's yeah. going to be very similar. Um, but no, I'd give it a three. It was it would be a movie that I'd watch just for shits and gigs. But yeah. I'm telling you now, I'm not putting that on for like another ten years. So maybe the first one. First one's great. Yeah, um, the first one's but... definitely one to add to your rotation for Christmas. Yeah, the second one is just not. And I feel like it? I feel like a lot of people also with that garbage day scene. Like I knew about That's the that only scene. reason people watch it. That's it. I feel it like takes so long to get there because I thought it was in number one. And then oh, I saw okay. the cast and I went, hang on a sec, because I remember very well what that guy was wearing. Even when the scene came up, yeah. I was like, oh, there's his blue sweater. Like, Ebs was like, yeah, she knows, <laughs> she knows. But, like, I just feel like that's all that people would watch it for. And, like, that's all they'd be really given from, yeah. from the Yeah, that's all you can really – I mean, there's a couple of, as I said, the cool death scenes, but you could have thrown them in the first and never had the second film. Mm. Exactly. You're not missing much. No, you're really not. Um, But anyway, that was part two. (laughs) So next week we will be doing two more as well. We're not going to say too much about it. We're not going to say what they are. It is very, very exciting. It's a completely different theme. Completely different. But we are also introducing a mini episode. Oh, we are on Wednesday. Wednesdays. It'll be about a half hour episode. Yeah. So Wednesday will be TV episode. Um, yeah, so we're going to review like a 30-minute episode or a 30-minute TV show yeah. or, or something smaller. Yeah, so we'll um, we'll let you know what's going on. We'll pop some clues up for everyone, see if you can guess what it is. Um, but we will see you next Wednesday and also next Sunday. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.